listeners. The time is here. The time is now. We have finished Roswell, the 1999 edition. I cannot even believe it. I'm kind of choked up about it. <laughs> like, I didn't think I was going to be sad and I'm sad about it. <laughs> oh. I'm ambivalent. But you've got me, Emily, your co-host, who is just going to be sitting and thinking about Roswell all night, so. Uh, my name is Megan, and I never have to think about Roswell again. <laughs> <laughs> but instead. Instead. We're making a podcast. We're finishing a podcast. We're finishing a podcast. <laughs> this is our first finished podcast. Technically, we yes. never made it all the way through Hill House. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, okay. I'm gonna say something. This episode felt like a season two episode. Yeah, I. Th- yeah, I could feel that. I think this was their best one of the season. Season three, I think this was the best episode. Which one would your favorite be? <laughs> You're going to have to give me a list so I can hit or miss. Okay. But I feel like we had at least one that was really good this season. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't remember but, what it was, but at least one of them. Megan, for old time's sake, before we get started, I I was hoping that you would sing the opening, the song. You would sing the credit song. Okay. Okay, listen, I can do it. Oh, I am what I am. I do what I want, but I can't hide. I won't go. I won't sleep. And I can't breathe until you're resting here with me. I won't go. And I can't hide. I cannot breathe until you're resting here with me. Do, 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 do. <laughs> do, 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 do. That is wonderful, Megan. Congratulations and good job. All right, Megan, what did you feel about? What did you feel? What, what did your heart tell you about this episode as we watched it? I am so happy that Isabel and Jesse broke up. I hope she never goes back to him. And I hope her and Kyle find love in a hopeless place. See, I was devastated that <laughs> Jesse didn't go with him. I was absolutely ruined. I'm so sorry. He loves her. She loves him. You can work. You know, here's the, here's, okay. Here's one of the reasons I think Jesse should have gone with them. He has so many connections from all over. He would have been perfect to, you have someone that shot, great. Let me call up my friend who, you know, is a surgeon who will take cash under the table. Like, he has so many connections. And I'm I'm just really sad that they, they the whole season was them fighting to be together. Ah! I didn't like them very much, so... <laughs> <laughs> so all right we'll give you guys the brief the brief overview um i'm feeling really sad right now because i i really liked this episode and so i'm sad that the series is over because if this is what we could have had 
throughout the series. I just, it would have worked so well. Anyways, we've got Liz who is waiting from her acceptance letter from Northwestern. Uh, there's no wait, mention of Harvard. Wait. Yes, I, yes. You said you're really, really happy here with the ending. I felt very empty. There were yeah. so many unanswered questions and hanging tabs. And I don't think Tess's death satisfactorily wound up. What's happening with our alien story? I can't believe we never saw their home planet. Okay, sorry. No, 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 no you're that. good. Um, I will say, I know this is silly, but like the cinematography felt like season two again. Like we've had so much weird stuff going on season three, but this just felt like we were back in like the throes of like good old season two when we had like Courtney around or, you know, just whatever. But this is the brief overview. Um, Liz finds out she has more power. She can see the future. And what she sees is the death of herself, Max, Michael, and Isabel. And so they're trying to find out um, how they can stop it. Um, and they think they have until the UFO convention because she recognized someone from her vision as being the special guest that they had hired to specifically be at this UFO convention. Turns out he's speaking at graduation as a surprise speaker. Which, and so they have to. Is it a surprise if I say he's speaking at graduation as soon as they introduced the guy? <laughs> They have to leave graduation and they leave from graduation and go off to do good in the world. And that's the open ending of Roswell, the 1999 edition. The end. What were your highlights of this episode, Megan? Uh, Isabella, Jesse, break up. No. And his father saying goodbye. <gasps> yeah. Uh, Michael coming in on a motorcycle. Except with the, um, with the fortune teller saying believe in the love and Michael, Max, oh! <laughs> was so close. And Michael showing up just to save Max's life made it sound like he was believing in the love between him and Michael instead of Well, Maria. it's like he's a, a knight on a white horse charging in to save the person in distress. Yep. So that was your highlight, Michael saving Max? I gave you three <laughs> scenes of highlights. I gave you three highlights just now. Okay. Listen to me when I'm talking to you, Paul. <laughs> we finally get the sheriff standing on his own two feet. Yep. Because, okay, so it's graduation time. Everyone's kind of thinking about their future. Um, you know, Liz gets her acceptance letter and Kyle is still working, still freaking working at the mechanic shop. And he invites his boss over to talk about his future, if he can be a partner or, you know, he's looking, trying to make sure this isn't a dead end job, a place that he'll just, you know, work for the rest of his life and never achieve anything. And the boss laughs and he's, oh, it's Scully, by the way, yep. from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. That's just, that's uh, Kyle's boss. And he laughs and he's just like, that's not how we do it here. And Kyle says, you're right, let's forget about it. Well, Sheriff overhears, overhears this. And feels guilty and tries to get Kyle a job as a deputy under Sheriff Hansen. And Kyle says that it, oh, he says the iconic line, Megan, you want to tell us the iconic line he says? Oh, no, they're aliens. Sorry. What's the, what's the iconic line? <laughs> when, when, <laughs> when Sheriff tries to, when 
Jim Valenti tries to get Kyle to join oh, the force. Yeah, it's like, it's, it's, you're, it's a dream. And then Kyle goes, don't, Dad, it's your dream. <laughs> <laughs> and he talks about how he doesn't want any favors done and why is, why is his dad trying to get him a job when, when Jim won't even, hasn't even tried to get his job back. That the FBI lady promised to get him back. But he got it back himself on his own two feet. Yep. Uh, it's exciting at the beginning of the episode because Jesse has been offered Ooh. a job in Boston, Boston for 350 which Isabel initially doesn't want to take, Megan. Why? Because it's only $350 a week, she thinks, to live in Boston. <laughs> and that they can't, they can't live on that. And he goes, no, 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 350 a year. And by today's standards, 350 is a lot of money it's per good. year for yeah. a salary. So I decided to punch it into a inflammation, inflation calculator. And $350,000 a year in the year 2002 in today's dollars translates into $569,357.98. Nice. Mm-hmm. So half a million, over half a million uh, to be a litigation lawyer. And Isabel's kind of like, well, I guess we'll think about it. Okay, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Now that she has the protection of a man from her brother, she can go off and do other things. Yeah, I guess. Maybe her and Kyle can get together. No, Jesse and and Isabel are in love and they belong together and I will die on that hill. You haven't liked him from the beginning. Well, he'll die. I don't like him. <laughs> That's fine. You don't have to like him. I'm giving you a really hard time. <laughs> You've been giving me a really hard time. Give it a chance, you said halfway through <laughs> season two. And I was like, what do you want from me? Blood. <laughs> um. Well, go ahead. Oh, no, nothing. I was saying, what do you want from me? Blood? It's a quote from Little Shop of Horrors. So, so... Everything's going along fairly smoothly until Tess's actions at the Air Force Base obviously have caught the eye of the higher-ups. And she has only created problems for these people because everyone is looking for the person who blew up the Hill Air Force Base. Duh! Didn't blow it up hard enough. There's a videotape left behind. Left a videotape of Isabel behind. They have used this... Um, the person that's in charge of the investigation says, can't we give this to the special forces unit? And they're like, it doesn't exist anymore. And I'm like, yeah, because they were bad at their jobs. That's why it doesn't exist. Yep. I wish someone else had blown up. I would have, I would have been moved if Michael or Isabella sacrificed themselves. Oh, really? You wanted one of them to die? I said I would, I didn't say I wanted them. I said I would have been moved. Okay, that is different. I'm sorry. I should have listened to your inflection and intention. But I, okay, so the interesting thing is, Megan, is you said they did not tie up any of the loose ends. Not a single one. And and throughout the episode, you were very upset that Tess doesn't make a comeback either. Well, I, I wasn't 100% hoping for that. But I mean, like, mm -hmm. Tess, uh... Isabel and Michael all have duplicates roaming around of themselves. Mm -hmm. What happened to Brody? Who knows? 
Uh, what about the other alien races who were uh, participating in the the to Kavar was hunting Tess down. Kavar still wants to challenge Max's right as king. Mm-hmm. Why would Kavar? I mean, Kavar even tried to invade Earth earlier in this season. Why would Kavar have not come back? At all. Mm-hmm. And we never saw their home planet. We never saw it. And Max just has a baby loose in the Eastern American countryside. The baby's completely human. Right. Because how world were you all when your alien power surfaced? That's true. That's true. I think that. Isabel and Jesse should have gone off to the East Coast and adopted her nephew and raised him. Mm, I think Isabel should replace Jesse's memories. I do too. I think it was cruel that she was just like, nope, I have to leave. Like, uh, yeah, I don't want to get into it with you, but I, I disagree with the fact that she made Jesse stay behind. And I get that you were very excited about that. And I'm happy that you got something that you liked out of this show. <laughs> breaking up is great when I say so do you know what I would have loved out of this show I would have loved around season two maybe even earlier in this season I would have loved Liz and Michael as a couple you know like Mm -hmm. after he and Maria broke up and well she's still upset at Max for her and Michael to like be with each other and as I'm realizing it I'm like I really like bouncing back and forth between Stefan and Damon on Vampire Diaries. (laughs) That is a love triangle that really works for me. Because, like, one of them is bad and the other one is a good choice. It's just, Mm -hmm. I don't mind it. So maybe that's maturement in myself for liking love triangles more. There you go. Um, Yeah, because we talked about that in kind of the, the beginning earlier seasons is that it seemed that Michael and Liz had a lot of chemistry together, even more so a little bit than Max and, and Liz. I'm I'm intrigued, though, because Liz and Maria are such ride or die friends. I mean, they have been there together for their entire lives. Um, would there have been any way that Maria would have forgiven Liz for taking her man, even though Maria had clearly broken up with him. I was quite aggravated by Maria in this episode, who felt like she'd completely regressed to who she was in the pilot. Where she goes, tell me what to think, tell me what to do. And I'm like, Maria, you are a strong, independent woman who, you know, as a single mom, who, who you know, has her own business and maria works to put you know to put extra money extra food on the table um yeah i also was disappointed in the character of maria not the actress i think the actress did so well but just the screen time for liz and maria was just whittled down away to almost nothing throughout the this season three and i think that the show suffered for it i think when they used maria they only used her for stereotypical teenage girl drama and that she didn't ever learn or grow from anything like she had become she had become this great character by the end of season two where michael stayed for her 
And I wish she would have learned to, I say, believe in the power of love, but believe that when people say they love you, to believe it. Yeah, and like, I wish he, like, he might have brought that up throughout the season, I don't remember, but he's like, I gave up my home for you. I he gave did. up everything for you. And you were just like, I gotta go to New York and be famous, but not like that. I I think the decision to do less of the alien storyline and more of the teen storylines overall really hurt this series. Yeah, I, again, I liked this episode. I liked the, the, I liked that they made the decision to go do their own thing and to not wait for the next thing to happen to them. I still think Jesse should have gone with them, but whatever. Whatever. I wish that Kyle and Isabel's story had gone somewhere. Because, like, I'm in love with Isabel on New Year's, and then it just vanished from the show and never oh. came back. You, oh, shoot, you wanted something to happen. Yes, I did. I wanted anything to happen. Shoot, what was it? No, there was a, oh, you had guessed while we were watching this because uh, they realized too late that at graduation they're about to be killed. And so Max goes oh, up yeah. and uh, Max goes up and creates a diversion, gets all the lights to go down so that everyone else can sneak out and he's the one up there. And as we're watching it, Megan goes, oh, Max is going to get shot and Liz is going to heal him and bookend the series. Nope. He was fine. Everyone was fine. The silver handprints never came back. Cadmium X never came back. I was really upset with the last few episodes, but this one soothed my heart a little bit just because it felt like that. It just, it had the same vibe as season two. And so I'm okay. I'm okay with it. I like that they are off doing good things. I like that... Oh, did you like that the alien diary made a comeback? The yeah, one that you that were so nice, worried about. I was less excited because she was like, Dad, read about this. Mom, read about this. Let Maria's mom read all about this. And then you burn it. And I'm like, Liz, those people are not going to keep your secrets. They are not going to keep your secret. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know how you would have finished that storyline, though, because... The government is always after them. So there's no way that they can actually be safe or or defeat the government without like either faking their deaths or something like that. And so would you okay, I'm I'm Kabar comes back. There you go. I was gonna say, would you would you accept uh, shoot. I don't know. You interrupted me and my brain just went, whoop. I can't remember what I was going to say. I'm so sorry. Great. Here's what I wanted to say. Kvar comes back. And because <laughs> of his love for Isabel, he self-sacrifices and takes out all of the bad guys so Isabel can get away. Just like Tess just did. Just like Tess did. <laughs> the same story twice in a row. But Kvar does it right. <laughs> or, or. Kavar is like, come okay. back with me. And Isabel's like, no. And then Kavar is like, well, then I will build you a safe kingdom here. And Kavar makes the world safe for Isabel. Okay, okay. Let's rewrite season three. Let's let's say what we would want to have happen and what we wouldn't want to happen. Like, I don't want Kyle working at the mechanic shop. He does. He deserves so much better. The sheriff would get his job back. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, 
Michael and his weird half-sister would have had more screen time together. Yeah. After Max and Liz have this schism, Michael and Liz have a fling that lasts half the season before making it back to your respective Maria and Max for the finale. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I, I would... I would bring in more aliens. I would have the duplicates come back. Um, if they would need to do anything as the Royal Four, I would have them adopt Ava and have her come back. Mm-hmm. <gasps> oh, I would have had Ava throughout the season mm-hmm. and then not realize when Tess replaced her. <gasps> would Tess kill her like she killed yes. Alex or just like trap her somewhere? Okay. Well, okay, we're going to think that Tess kills her. Okay. But, like, as insurance, she keeps Ava hidden. Because there might be a point where Tess would need to fake her own death and hightail it out of there. And so she mm-hmm. would keep Ava somewhere until she could kill her and escape. Got it. Oh, I like that. I like that Tess stays the bad guy. Like, we talked about wanting her to kind of think about... um what she wants out of her life and how she wants to live her life. And I like the idea of her maybe being like, I could do it. I could be good. And then just being like, no, that's stupid. I like what I do actually. And what would her purpose be if, okay, okay. No, here's the thing. I would not have Tess get pregnant. Yeah. Agreed. That is the thing I would change. Even from season two, the baby just complicated things in a weird way that I don't think fit with everything. I think, what I would have done is have her lie about being pregnant and mind whamming yeah. everyone into thinking that she looks pregnant. Yeah. Love that. I would want some serious justice done for Alex. He deserves so much better than, oh, his killer's back in town and we just let her go. Yeah. And then more aliens. More aliens from everywhere. Just more aliens from all over. Aliens should be a huge problem, even though we blew up everything. <sighs> thinking about the sheriff storyline a little bit more i would have loved the fbi lady to come back and be oh, a yeah. reoccurring guest star she vanished is she season two she was season two she was the Lori dupree storyline so i would have had Lori dupree come back remember graham the 900 year old geologist yeah grant i do and poor isabel dear isabel so lonely without you I would have had Isabel go off to school and have alien stuff happen there. I would have had Kavar come and do that. And uh, yes. I know it's hard to split. I know you never want to split your party up, your team up. But I would have loved Kavar to have come to her while she was alone mm-hmm. and start giving his side of the story. Yeah. And maybe change her mind up a little bit there um, to the point that maybe she's like, Maybe Tess was right to try and come. I mean, you know, not to the point that she would go over on his side. Like, I would want more stuff about, like, would history repeat itself? And do we have to be the sort of people that we were? But meet more aliens and have more aliens come to Earth and take over humans and have her have Isabel be the one to start finding stuff out about their home planet. Because she's always on the outskirts of everything. Okay. Okay. Isabel goes off to school. 
fresh off of the death of Alex, her and Max end season two fighting. Yes. Because the big pregnancy ends up being like a whole thing. And she's like, you exploded my life for this. And then season two ends with a huge schism. And now as Isabel's off at school, she starts to fall for Jesse, one of her teacher's assistants. Yes. And she's just so enthralled and she's so excited. She's like drawn to him and she loves that he's older. You know, maybe she thinks he's a student at first too. And she's like, I just want to forget everything about being an alien. And mm-hmm. Jesse starts getting possessed by Kavar. Yeah. And so she starts having an affair with Kavar in Jesse's body while she's already oh. dating Jesse. <laughs> And Jesse is starting to be, like, suspicious. And Jesse finds out by pretending to be Kavar and Isabel treating him. Oh, okay. Or, or maybe, like, Jesse really likes her and Isabel doesn't care much for him at first. But Jesse, right, Isabel really falls for Kavar. Mm-hmm. And so Jesse, they both have this really tangled web. They're both weaving back and forth. Because mm-hmm. we sent Liz off to school. We could send people off to yeah. school. Maybe not for more than an uh-huh. episode, but we could try. Yeah, I'd I'd say maybe this is like a half, like half of a season mm-hmm. arc or something. Like it would it would end up being the mid season finale or something, or even the finale. Yeah, and then mm-hmm. she realizes Kyle had her back the whole time. Kyle MVP. Kyle would have a much bigger role. I don't know what what could Kyle do. Yeah, how could we make Kyle shine for this? Because I don't want him working at the mechanics. Uh, Maybe give him powers the way that we gave Liz powers. <gasps> Ooh. I would have liked to have continued on his Buddhist journey. I liked that idea of like, he died and he's still trying to come to terms with that. And the idea of what am I here for? Why am I still here? I must have a grand purpose or some sort of purpose. Kyle accidentally gets dragged back to Homeworld with Tess. And where we've had aliens hiding among us, Kyle must hide among the aliens. I like that. Okay, so question. We, season two has kind of said that the aliens are the short little green gray men that we have seen. Uh, no, I thought that was just the serving guy for the royal thing, but he was a different kind of alien. Maybe. Maybe right? that's, that's how it was. But yeah, I'd I'd want the aliens to look more humanoid. I mean, I get why it's funny if you're just like, oh, they're the little green men, you <laughs> well, know, but how would, how would... The royal four looked human in the magic alien book. There you go. There you go. Um, I would have liked to have met the other people that they got the DNA from. Like oh, yeah. Laurie Dupree's grandfather was Michael's source. I would have loved to have known, like, I would have loved to have seen an episode of, okay, okay. I would love to have seen an episode of the alien world deciding why this was a good idea to send their royal four off. Were they just were they just going to put these people in stasis until they could bring them back to the world, hatch them out, raise them up as better leaders? Them growing up on Earth was this an accident that now they have to overcome their humanness? I I would have liked if they would have had to hide some sort of alien physiology, you know, like like maybe like Jedzia has like those um, 
like those spots along her hairline and down her neck. You know, the idea of where we constantly are going through a ton of, we're constantly going through a ton of concealer or, you know, constantly wearing high, high neck turtlenecks or whatever. I don't know. But yeah, I would have liked the alien, the alien side of their lives to have come into it more. Um, yeah, I still feel like they could have done a lot of sci-fi alien stuff, but made it more uh, emotional is not the right word, but made it mean more. Again, oh, I think we've said this several times, but the idea of, am I this person that I have been like coded to be? <gasps> like Max was such a bully. He oh, was such a bully two. this season. He was and the horrible end of last in season. season two. I'm the king. I can do whatever I want was horrible mm -hmm. yeah i would have liked to have played that up and for someone to sit him down and be like you're not king here and maybe he'd be like well i could be king if i went back to the alien planet and i i'll show you all yeah. i loved the idea that the mantle of king makes you terrible so like mm -hmm. liz and max break up and he's just and he's an ass to her constantly continuously and then shenanigans happen, Max dies, and the mantle of King passes to Michael. And Michael, mm -hmm. acting like Max, drives Liz away from him and sends her back into Max's arms. And they realize it's the mantle of kingship that's horrible. And so they give it mm -hmm. to Isabel, and she takes it with her off to college because she's the only one who can handle it. And Liz mm -hmm. has to be like, oh, I hated you both while you were king, but now, ugh, two boys want my kisses. <laughs> I would have let to I would have let Maria go be happy in New York, given her storyline. Ooh, that would have been good. Because there's a Michael dupe. Maybe she tries and you know, something with, with the Michael dupe. Him. Mm hmm mm hmm Uh really fast. Because we have Liz, who was, you know, trying to become a molecular biologist, I would have liked to see more alien shenanigans and her studying them yeah. and just getting a few rules. It didn't even have to be a big storyline. Also, when did she give up on Harvard and settle for Northwestern? I think when her her interview went badly because of her alien powers. Hey, do you know what would have been a cool storyline? What? If Alex had lived... And applied to work for the FBI to be a, a person on the inside. Ooh. Because he did that with Topolsky. Yeah. That would have been great. Yeah. Oh, I love that. And then, and then like the alien hunters keep getting weird readings because he's soaked in cadmium X. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So Alex. <laughs> Alex lives. Tess dies, and we find out Tess fakes mm -hmm. her death. Yeah. Who do you never suspect to be the murderer? The victim! <laughs> or, or Alex dies, and they're like, oh, it's the FBI. The FBI finally found him. And then they're all mad, and they're going to go up against the FBI, and they find out it was Tess puppeting Alex, and he never wanted to work for the FBI. Yeah. Oh, that would have been good. Yeah, he could have done an internship or anything, mm -hmm. and yeah, yeah. Hit or miss? Hit or miss? All right, hit or miss. Uh, episode one, season three, busted. Miss. 
Oh, I hated this episode. Yeah. The flashbacks told normally and the present day with the weird filter? No thanks. Uh, Michael, the guys, and the great Snapple. Do you know what? I didn't mind it. All right. <laughs> I don't know if it's a hit. I just, I, I, I liked the Michael getting a job at the, sec- okay, do you know what? We'll call that one a hit. All right. Episode three, Significant Others. Help me out. Isabel and Jesse take miss, their relationship miss, to the next miss, level miss, when they contemplate miss, marriage. Miss. <laughs> <laughs> Secrets and lies. That's, Max goes to Los Angeles. <sighs> this is a two-parter, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, the first one is a hit, and the second one is a miss. All right. Uh, so episode five, Control, was a miss. Episode six, To Have and To Hold... Isabel and Jesse get married miss, despite miss, in- interference. Don't get married okay. when you're 18 and he's 26. <laughs> Interruptus. Isabel and Jesse miss. have their honeymoon interrupted by Kavar. Big miss. And that's it. That's the last homeworld thing that ever bothers us. Behind the music. Miss. Maria's old boyfriend comes to town and rekindles. Okay. Miss. Hate that guy. Episode nine, Samuel Rising. Oh, this is the Christmas episode. This is the episode. Christmas one. The I can call boy. this a miss just because it was so uncomfortable. <laughs> a tale hey, of... Hey, if his baby was human, where was he getting these visions? Was Tess sending him fake visions from his son? I think I think Tess might have been doing that. I think the writers just changed their mind by the end of the season. <laughs> All right. Episode 10, A Tale of Two Parties. Oh, miss. That was the one. What was happening on New Year's Eve? Uh, episode Alien. Sorry. Episode 11, I Married an Alien. Miss. Oh, that one is a hit for me. <laughs> okay. I enjoyed the shenanigans. I didn't. I, I liked period era special effects. And again, this isn't fair. If I hadn't seen WandaVision, I might have liked it more. But it was like, WandaVision did this better 20 years later. <laughs> All right. Episode 12, Chicha Changes. It sure did change. And they killed Max at the end. So I'm going to say it's a hit. No, that's not this one. Oh, what happened in Chicha Changes? Liz begins to suffer ill effects from being healed by Max, and Maria gets oh. the opportunity to pursue a career in music. Miss. <laughs> All right. Episode 13, Panacea. That's the one where they just kill Michael's friend to test if he's an alien, right? Yep. Miss. All right. I liked the bit where I was like, the glass fell in. That means someone broke it from the outside. And then the sheriff was like, the glass fell in. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Episode 14, Chant Down Babylon. Isabel fights for her life after being shot while Max and Clayton Wheeler struggle for control of one body. Oh, wait. Max died at the end of Panacea? Uh Uh-huh. Change that to a hit. That was great. All right. (laughs) Um, And I... I hated everything with Jesse in Chantown Babylon, mm-hmm. but I loved Kyle's confession scene, even though yeah. nothing happened. So we'll call we'll uh we'll call that one a hit. All right. Um episode fifteen, Who Died and Made You King. Miss. Max and Michael Content, okay. Uh episode sixteen, Crash. Miss. 
Episode 17, Four Aliens and a Baby. I loved how Tessa's story ended, but it's not enough. So that episode's a miss. All right. And then finally, episode 18, Graduation. Very blah. I'm going to call that one a miss. Wow. Well, out of all of that, that is 14 misses and four hits. I did not like season three, Emily. Season three was horrible. And now that it's done, I am so mad at you for not watching it before you recommend it to me. You're like, I know what happens in the finale. That's enough. It wasn't enough, Emily. It wasn't. I promise, Megan. I will promise this here and now. Never again will I make you watch a show or read a book that I have not personally viewed myself. I apologize, but I am so grateful you let me like drag you through this because this has been fun. <laughs> Let's play hit or miss with the seasons. Oh, okay. Uh, Season one. I'm going to say a hit. I didn't enjoy it, but I'm like, okay, we'll see where this goes. Okay, it was a, it was a solid first season. They really did. They really yeah, did well. Yeah. Uh, season two. Season two was a hit. Season two was a hit, and we all know how season three went for you. <laughs> Big swing and a miss. Big swing and a miss. Um, and I'm I'm gonna go ahead and say it, I think it was because they moved it to a different station. Um, I think. Yeah, I think, yeah, I would agree. I think the CWWB would have done a lot of different things had they had they kept it on their on their mm-hmm, thing mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um oh were there any alien tropes that you were expecting that never showed up or any tropes that you normally like that you wish you would have seen <laughs> well i did get that alien pregnancy i was expecting somebody made a joke <laughs> about probes a couple times mm-hmm. i I did we ever see somebody get tractor beamed up? We kind of did with Tess and the Granolith. Um, I will say mm-hmm. I'm wondering who took over the whole world after that future Liz and Max were running from. Was that just the American Air Force? Mm-hmm. Do you think, or was it Home Planet? I think it. They said. I think they said aliens. Someone was after them, but all right. I would have liked to have seen a legit alien abduction. Like, there was the haha one with uh, Michael at the beginning of season one that he abducts Maria in her own Jetta. Um, I think it would have been interesting if one of our human friends had been abducted or one of the aliens. Okay, yeah, an alien yeah, abducting an alien, I think, would have been funny. Alien abduction. Although, we did have a. Uh... We did have a nod to that in season one when Maria's like, You're abducting me! Oh, yeah. Teen drama wise. Megan, Camille, I just said that. Yeah, I'm agreeing with you. Okay. Teen wise. You're agreeing with me. Teen movie wise. I would have liked to see more love triangles, actually. I don't think the Liz and the Max thing and Tess thing was it. Like, I really would have loved a Michael Liz Max love triangle. Especially with how often Maria just threw Michael out like garbage. Mm-hmm. It's interesting because I hate love triangles. I think that's so funny that that's uh-huh. what you would have wanted. And I think I would have given up on the show had there been a okay. love triangle. So now I triple want a love triangle in that show because 
that would have prevented you from ever making me watch this. So if there had been a love triangle, you you might not have had to watch this at all. <laughs> um. So I've just looked up Frozzle 1999 on Archive of Our Own. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the most recently updated work is was published just this October, and it's still being updated. Um, it is called A Quiet Life by Rod. Here's the summary. Dean Winchester <gasps> is trying to live the apple pie life his brother asked him to. Max Evans and Kyle Valenti are trying to live any kind of life in one place. Somehow, it's never that simple. Scanning. I'm scanning. It looks like the first chapter is just Dean living with Ben and Lisa. All right. Kyle and Valenti. Here we go. Kyle Valenti. This is chapter two. Kyle Valenti paused and let out an appreciative whistle. He and Max had rolled into town last night, hoping as ever that this might be the place where they could settle down out of sight of the FBI. Ever since they'd left Roswell as a group, the three alien teens plus Kyle, Liz, and Maria had been on the run. Special Division had finally clued into the way they'd been caught after Agent Pierce's death and come after them away, and had been coming everywhere the group had went. Six of them was too many, too obvious, whenever they showed up anywhere smaller than L.A. Isabel had been the first to leave. After a particularly close call, she had screamed it at them for taking her away from home in the first place and simply charmed and possibly mind-warped her way north with a trucker. She had walked into Max's dreams months later to let him know she had been studying to be a doctor. Michael and Maria had split off not long after. They hadn't made anything like the same fuss, which was so unlike them that Kyle had actually worried about it for a few days. They hadn't stayed together, apparently. Maria was a journalist in New York, and... Good luck to Secret Division if they got in her sights again. And last heard, Michael had been a computer tech for the Florida police. Somehow they still claimed to be a couple. Finally, there was Liz, Max's girlfriend. Except as they traveled on, it became clearer they were growing apart. None of them liked being on the run, but it seemed to be particularly hard on Liz. Eventually, she just slipped away in a college town, leaving a guilty, apologetic note behind. Max, romantic that he was, had pretty much collapsed. <laughs> it had pretty much broken Kyle's heart to see Max so devastated, and he'd done his level best to help him pull himself back together. Somehow, they'd grown together until kissing each other was just the natural next step. Kyle had never thought of himself as gay, had only thought of Max as gay while incredibly drunk, but apparently he was, or bi maybe, whatever. Labels weren't that important. Okay, so this fic, for those of you who want to read it, is A Quiet Life by Rod, and the additional tags are minor character death, demons, demonic possession, not a happy ending for everyone. Oh, no. It is currently being updated. The most recent chapter went up two days ago, and it is right now at six out of ten chapters. Um, what is the highest rated fic for Roswell 1999? The highest, the highest comments. Fic. Highest um, comments. Highest comments? Okay. If it is a multi-fandom fic, I'm going to ignore that. I'm going to look for just Roswell. Uh, the most primary, only Roswell fic. So we want the highest comments. The highest rated fic is a Dear Evan Hansen Roswell crossover. No, so no. I, yeah, I'm going to go one down. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. Until You're Mine by Final Blue Dragon has 22 chapters unfinished ongoing. It is on hiatus, but not abandoned. 
the warnings are graphic depictions of violence. And the main couples are Michael Guerin, Maria DeLuca, Michael Guerin, Liz Parker, <gasps> Isabel Evans, Alex Whitman, and Max Evans, Tess Harding. All right. Uh, let's see. Summary is Liz fights her attraction to Michael despite her alien powers beginning to react to him. Will her guilt over Maria be enough to keep them apart or will she risk friendship for love? Max and Tess are missing, captured or worse. Uh, this was last updated in 2022. That's called Until You're Mine by Final Moon Dragon. Um, okay, so that's the most comments. Should we search for what? Most hits? Most bookmarks? Highest kudos, maybe? Highest kudos. Ooh, yeah, do most. Okay, highest kudos. Do highest kudos and highest bookmarks. Okay. Highest kudos also starts with the Evan Hansen crossover, which. Okay, what's the, what's the, what's the description of that one? Evan fell out of a tree and broke his arm and no one was there, right? There are things that don't add up, like the blood on his shirt and a mysterious silver handprint on his abdomen. Oh, and Connor Murphy won't stop staring at him. Okay. Okay, okay. This is called Oh Humanity. It is a Dear Evan Hansen and Roswell crossover. <laughs> uh, the pairings are Evan Hansen, Connor Murphy, Alana Beck and Zoe Murphy, Connor Murphy and Zoe Murphy. Uh, main characters are Evan Hansen, Connor Murphy, Zoe Murphy, Alana Beck, Jerry Feynman, Original characters, Maxwell Evans, Isabel Evans, Michael Guerin, Maria DeLuca, Liz Parker, and Roswell TV, and Evan Hansen's father. Additional tag, alternate universe, aliens, in space, angst with a happy ending, non-canonical character death, and medical experimentation. It has 47 chapters. It's completed in 2018. 92,000 words. Wow. How many, how many, um, comments? Uh, 1,056. Wow. That's pretty good. Yep. Okay. Uh, and then should we check what the highest word counts? Yeah. Highest word count. This is fun. Thanks, listeners. All right. <laughs> Warrior Liz by B-U-R-N-A-F-R-D. A.U. Liz is a little different. Aliens and not based in Roswell. Liz takes a very different path <laughs> in life. It is 338,000 words, 25 chapters. Is it finished? Yeah. She lives in Wyoming, but she wants to get away from Wyoming. But there's no aliens. It's just, it's just her being a teenager so far. Okay. 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 Second highest word count is the Antarian Time Travelers, which is a crossover between Vampire Diaries and the Alien. <gasps> Wait, Catherine Pierce. Yeah, yeah, that's a uh, that's Vampire Diaries, right? It's a crossover with Vampire Diaries. That's Vampire. It Diaries. is completed. It's thirty-six chapters. It's two hundred fifty-one thousand words. Here we go. 
Uh, Max, Michael, and Isabel have given up after losing the last of their human friends in a heated alien war. And Max remembers how Liz once told him the granolith could be used as a time machine. Ooh. Okay. Nice. Well, those are ones I will have to look up. That looks, that sounds fun. But I think we have come, Megan, to the end of, of Roswell. You promise? You have your life back. I do I, I can't wait to read Scholomance. I am very excited. So, yes, listeners, we are starting a new feed. It is going to be our Dark Academia feed. Uh, we are going to start off with Scholomance by Naomi Novik, and that will also be on Spotify. You can find it on our website, www.sismademeviewit. It's where we host all of our stuff. If you're interested in more, uh, you can join us at the $3 level on our Patreon, patreon.com, sismademeviewit. Uh, $3 will get you into our Discord where you can talk, look at our episode schedules, uh, chat about all the other feeds we're doing. The $7 level, Friend of the Pod, gets you your episodes every Monday. They come out early on Mondays. And then $12 honorary sibling level is you get all of that plus the super special secret Marvel MCU feed just for you. Um... I don't know. I feel like I should say a few words. I'm kind of sad this is over. Only that I appreciate you, Megan, so much letting me pull you through this. This was just a fun trip down nostalgic road for me. And it's been really fun. And I ha I got really choked up as the, as the episode ended. I was like, it's over. I don't know why I'm really sad about it, but I am. So just thank you for being a good sport. I know this was not your cup of tea, and I really appreciate you coming through the whole thing. Listen, I love podcasting with you. That's what I love, podcasting okay. with you. So I'm happy to have done a podcast with you, and I'm so proud of us for finishing our first huge pick. Look at us. Mm -hmm. Look at us. Mm -hmm. It's three years. It's three years of podcasting. Oh, my gosh. Look, <laughs> <laughs> I'm the crypt keeper. <laughs> Friends, thank you for coming with us as well. We appreciate you. We're so grateful to read your comments, your ratings, your reviews. It has been so fun to see this and to make new friends throughout it. And we look forward to seeing you on our other Scholomance feeds, our Way of Kings, uh, soon to be Follow the House of Usher. And we're working on our Flag Means Death Season 2 on our miscellaneous feed. So we will see you guys around. This is not goodbye. This is just we're done with Roswell. I did it. I am the survivor. <laughs> I'm the Jedi survivor. You did it. I'm so proud of you. So, all right. Well, we're going to call that a day. We love you and uh, we'll see you on the other side. We've been podcasting for 11 hours. Bye, listeners. Bye. <laughs> no, no, no. Sorry. Better finale <laughs> than that. Oh, you know what? I am what I am and I do what I want, but I can't hide. I will go. I will sleep, I will breathe, uh, and while you're resting here with me. And I believe you can do it. You know why? Why? Because I believe in you. I believe in you too. Ready? Ready. Bye. Bye. <laughs>